Until you fucking watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and know what the fuck the Nether Realm is or the Twilight Zone or whatever the fuck it's called from that show. No! Shadow the Realm, Nether that's the Realm. word I'm looking for. No, Nether Realm is the reference to Mortal Kombat. I wasn't referencing Yu-Gi-Oh! this time. Nether Realm is a studio. It's got it's nothing. Mortal Kombat. That, that's they, the other world. No, it's where, not. Where they have Mortal Kombat. And no, Shao it's Kong not. And and Melina and Katana. You mean Outworld? It's the the Nether World. No, it's not. Okay, so I fucked up, and I meant the fucking whatever the Outland. We can summon him from Outland. Uh, Jeff isn't some weird, like, half-goat, half-human, half-cyborg, or some, like, bee person, or just, like, a series of souls stuffed into a scare. Okay, he might be actually that. Jeff might be Ermac. Yeah, he's fucking Ermac, alright? And we need to summon him. In fact, now that I think about it, what would we use to summon him? I... I just realized how actually appropriate Jeff being Ermac is. Because <laughs> original Ermac was the Red Ninja, and fucking Jeff's nickname at one point was the Ginger Ninja. <laughs> Fuck, Jeff is Ermac. Jeff is Ermac. Jeff is motherfucking Ermac. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 94. I am not Jeff, and this week we are joined with Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak. And of course, you can, can obviously tell now, but yeah, Jeff Jeff is not with us this week. It is I. And I have complaints. Oh? Yes. Inferior co-host, I believe I heard last week. I don't know what you're talking about. This obviously inferior co-host. There are no audio recordings that back up what you're saying. Really? Because this week, when I was driving in my car, I happened to tune into this really cool podcast called The Wicked Awesome Cast, which I take a part of a couple, you know, times out of the year here and there. And lo and behold, turns out I'm not really wanted around here because I am inferior. I'm sorry, I don't have. Jeff's rugged good looks and his swooning ginger hair. Swooning ginger <laughs> hair. It's all right. I what? <laughs> it swoons in the wind. Should I say whooshing? Maybe I don't know. I whoosh. feel like you're just using the English language wrong right now. I probably am. That's how. That's how upset I am. Well, I, I feel as though you're projecting on this topic. Um, <laughs> as much as I pour my heart and soul into the memes, the running gags of this place, oh, I am hurt. Pour harder. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, yeah, this week it's going to be uh, Charlie and myself. We're going to be doing a little bit of podcast fun. and uh, it's, Charlie, it's episode 94, by the way. I said 94, actually. Did you? I did. I'm sorry, I guess I said it in an inferior way. I'll fix that. I was actually really hoping you didn't say 94 <laughs> so I could pull a, like, and this is why you're the inferior co-host. <laughs> That's okay. I saw where you were going with it, and I made sure to, to still line up in another way where it still works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, tell us about your week, Charlie. 
Uh, house, stuff, angry, not lots of time for video games. Uh, yeah, I've been playing, I've been continuing to play the incredibly hardcore permadeath game called Buying and Moving into a House. I patched drywall. I hate patching drywall. I have never patched drywall. You are luckier than I am. Like, drywall <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I, drywall is one of those things that in the past, I always thought people were silly when they paid people to patch, like, small amounts of damage of it. No, those people were right. Don't patch drywall. Like, trick a friend that's done drywall before to doing drywall for you. I... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nope. never done it. But it doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> it's it's basically the process of like you cut a bigger hole in your wall, you then go buy drywall, you shove a cut brick into that, and then you pray you bought enough spackle to like mud up the edges and then sand it smooth so you have a smooth wall. It's mm. it's a process. Mm. But I did play some more Monster Hunter. I. I've gotten really bad at Monster Hunter. Like the the week I didn't play any Monster Hunter, I came back. I'm like, oh god, I suck at this game now. My timing is all fucking off. I I, I also briefly tried to play Eve again. Again? I, is it is it part of your annual jumping back into Eve? Just every to try it out? like couple months, I'm like, I should try and play Eve now. That's free to play. Well, I feel like I've accomplished something. Go mine that asteroid ship. I'll be back in like three months. <laughs> Later. Uh, yeah, haven't touched Eve. Probably won't. Yeah, uh, mostly because I've been super hectic and I've been tired after work and tired after doing construction and shit. I've been watching stuff, so I, I've been really into Arth I've been really into watching Altered Carbon. That show is real good. Yeah, that's on my list of things I need to watch. Cause it looks, it's definitely like, worth checking out. It's From what I've heard, it sounds fucking great, too. It's real good. Like, and every time I think I know what that show's doing, it lays, like, another layer on. And, like, so far, at least they've been really good about, like, oh, you think we're just doing a misdirect? Nah. It, like, it all hooks back really well so far, at least. I'm, like, I'm two episodes from being done. And, like, nothing... Even, like, some of the twists don't totally feel out of left field. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, there's no way you could predict that, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, no, that that, that sounds right. Hmm. It's got a real good world. Uh, but in the more controversial things I've been watching, uh, I saw Black Panther. I have yet to see that. I was super tired. I didn't want to go last night because I want to go and actually enjoy it. But don't ruin anything. But Maybe I'm don't super bother. Really? It's not bad. I don't think you need to rush out and see it, though, either. That's disheartening. Like, it's not the worst Marvel movie. It's definitely not the best Marvel movie, either. Aww. That thing is victim of some real overhyping. Like, uh, is it better than Iron Man 2 and 3? Sure. Is it better than Winter Soldier or Civil War? No. Is Black Panther in Civil War better than Black Panther in his own movie? Yeah, actually. I don't know. I mean, those are pretty hard I, like movies to beat. Like Civil War was phenomenal. Yeah, I I, I 
it's probably one of the best in the in the series right now. I, I think Avengers two is better than this one was. The one with Ultron? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, no, Ultron, Ultron was the first one, right? No, no Ultron's no. the second one. The first one was Loki and the, the Char- yeah, yeah, Loki, yep. yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Ultron was all right. It wasn't my favorite, but it was actually it was good, but it wasn't my favorite. Ultron's better than Black Panther. What? Right, so, so follow. Me. I'll, I'll try and keep this as spoiler free as possible. Like, there's a good version of Black Panther you could make that tells the exact same story if the movie started where it ended. Actually, mm. like the time period they choose to put the movie in isn't super great and they could tell literally the exact same story if they shifted it to a slightly different kind of framing point like i it it also doesn't help that the main villain is way better than than takala that sorry takala like killmonger is fucking awesome and Killmonger's rationale for being Killmonger is like, nah, dude's got more points than the Black Panther does. Like, that, that's some really good rationale. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's weird, because like from a visual standpoint, the movie kicks fucking ass. Like, from a like, design and character stuff and like all this stuff, like, here's the issue. Everything in that movie is better than the character of Black Panther, too. Like, that's part of the problem. They gave him this, like, lame, justified in the script. Like, he has, like, a like, neon purple underglow as his suit powers up. And I'm like, this is dumb. Everything else in this movie is better than this than the main character. D- like, the best line in the entire movie is said by a kind of, like, comic relief character within, like, the last 20 minutes of the end of the movie... And like the story of what he like, what he said is like, nah. The, what explain that more? That's way more interesting than any of the plot so far. And they mm-hmm. don't do anything with it. Hmm. Like it's it's the world of Black Panther is way better than the than the story. Like the fight scenes are bad in Black Panther, except for two. And they're not Black Panther, they're kind of the ritual king stuff. Mm. Like, again, like, the the tribal shit, the Wakanda stuff of Black Panther is fucking badass. The superhero part of Black Panther is like, ah, this is, this could be better. Ah, this hurts a little bit to hear. Uh, It's, it's definitely not the worst Marvel movie, but, like, it's... People saying it's the best Marvel movie are wrong. Like, I I didn't feel Marvel fatigue until this one. I still haven't gotten any fatigue from that. I I enjoy all of them. I didn't either, and then I saw this one, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm a little bit sick of Marvel movies. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch it soon, and we'll have to exchange notes. Yeah, you... I encourage people to go out there and see it because, like, it's a there's so much cool design in it. Like, and and here's the issue, and maybe it's the every other character that's not Black Panther is such a cool character that like Black Panther is shitty by comparison. It's like, no, I want to know about anyone but the main character. Actually, mm-hmm. 
everyone else in this movie is way goddamn cooler. Hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I. I don't know. I'm. I'm curious. Like, I, I'm. I'm curious. But we'll. We'll see. I'll Ask let you away. Know. We'll have to exchange notes. <laughs> you. You have a burning question. Ask it. No, I just. I. I, I don't want to get too much into it because then spoilers will have to come out, and I don't want to like. Part of me is always like kind of reserved about getting any extra insight on a film until I've seen it. Sure, no, I, so I can like, respect that. If we dive a little too much, it might kind of just taint the view I had on it. In general, it happens. Like sure. I understand, like you're upset with it, and, and it's not the better of the Marvel movies because there obviously there's a hierarchy for the Marvel movies in terms of enjoyment. Like Iron Man three sucked, in my opinion. Iron Man three might be better than Black Panther. Are you? Oh no. It's got good fight scenes. Well, Iron Man 3 has alright fight scenes. It's not... Uh. That's how bad some of the fight scenes in Black Panther are. Oh, this is so disappointing. God, um... The best fight scenes in that movie have nothing to do with Black Panther. <laughs> the best sequences in that movie have nothing to do with Black Panther in some ways. Like, and I mean the character, not like the... Obviously, it's in the movie Black Panther. Like, it's... Everyone in that movie is cooler than Black Panther. <laughs> like, even characters that you're not supposed to like are cooler than Black Panther. Yeah. The villain is so good. You kind of want him to win. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Takala kind of sucks. <laughs> oh. But I digress. Okay. <laughs> well, other than being disappointed by Black Panther, what else have you been up to? Uh, not that much. Uh, it's probably the big thing is I. So, Bayonetta, a day of recording this, Bayonetta is now out on the Switch. Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2. I can report that it is indeed Bayonetta. If you enjoy Bayonetta, you'll probably enjoy this. I'm not sure handheld mode is the best version of that game because that screen's real small and that game is real frantic. But mm -hmm. I, 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 mostly if you did not play Bayonetta 2 because it was on the Wii U, totally valid excuse. You don't have a valid excuse for not playing it anymore. Go fucking play it. That is one <laughs> of, if not the best action games ever made. I've heard that a lot about that. I, I, Talking about Bayonetta is like, okay, so Bayonetta 1 was one of, if not the best character action game ever made, and then Bayonetta 2 was like, okay, it's the sequel. Yeah, but it's, like, better. How different? It's not different at all. Okay, but it's better somehow. Like, it's a little bit smoother. Like, going from, if I play Bayonetta 2, then I go play Bayonetta 1, I'm like, oh, it's so rough, and people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's so rough by comparison <laughs> yes it's silky smooth but still like oh god this is some princess in the pea scenario I'm feeling like a slight grain of sand in the silky smoothness through like 80 mattresses just going like Argh! the other one is almost perfect <laughs> but yeah Bennett is okay on the switch I guess or something it's I Increasingly, I am convinced also that no game should ever be played on Joy-Cons, but that's a separate topic. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's just Joy-Cons being shit, though. Yeah. 
Those Joy-Cons are real bad. That that dodge move does not feel good the way it's felt good on every other console ever because the Joy-Con button it's assigned to does not feel good to press. But I have Bayonetta Portable now without doing my weird backpack Wii U tricks, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> but that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? Um, other than the, uh, I did have some cool fun with the snake coming home and seeing that his skin was shed. That's kind of fucking cool. Uh, what else have I been up to? Uh, mainly just kind of busy with work. Not a lot of video games this week. I've been streaming a lot more PUBG, which has been kind of fun. Uh, so, it, it's, I think I, like, you know how there's a, there's a big thing between, like, it's kind of related to last week's podcast of, like, the PUBG killer and, you know, there's other ones coming out there. Like, yeah, I've played Fortnite. Fortnite is all right, but I I just like PUBG so much more. There's a charm to it that I really enjoy. Its player so, count has started to decrease. Yeah, it's I didn't like. I, yeah, I think Fortnite actually surpassed PUBG and player base. Yeah, but then again, Fortnite is free. That's that's one of the big factors. Yeah. So. It makes sense, but I mean, I, I, I just, I, I enjoy PUBG a little bit more. And they've kind of taken a pretty good hardline stance recently on, or did some changes to kind of make uh, cheating a lot harder. So Sure. But yeah, um, just playing some PUBG, of course, trying to get caught up with all my WoW chores because the next expansion is in a couple months, and I want to make sure I get all the stuff I need to take care of now uh, done before it's too late. Which is kind of just speaks on the fact that, like, I have to call them wow chores because it's a thing. So, but yeah, uh, just kind of run around, get some characters leveled up, unlocked. Uh, I'm working on getting all the new allied races unlocked and all that. So, and I'm kind of also working on trying to get into the alpha. So, we'll see how that goes. That'll be definitely fun when I have a chance to play around with that. But, um, yeah, I pre ordered that... the expansion. I'm not sure why I pre ordered the expansion, but. <laughs> You haven't used your other uh, 100 upgrade, did you? I haven't, because I'm still... I, I I keep trying to find a class I like want to play or want to play in the endgame. I'm thinking about just pulling the trigger on something. I'm like, okay, you're max level now. You probably should, because now you're sitting on two high-level ones. Because when you pre-order the expansion, it gives you the 110 boost. So that'll put you right yeah. in the endgame. So yeah, the, the latest boost will put you right to the end game. So. Yeah, I, a part of me is like, I want to see Legion while it's relevant, I guess. Yeah, you should. Legion's been a good expansion. So I've yeah, that's the impression I've gotten. Like I, I also get the impression I'll make a shit ton more gold in Legion, so I can then just throw the that money at lower characters. Like okay, these are the ones I'm actually having fun with. Like that's part of my issue. Like it's I really enjoy playing through. The content of that game and the idea of just skipping a bunch of it's like, eh, I should, but I shouldn't, but I should. Yeah, like, but it, you've also just kind of sitting on yes upgrades. I rarely use like level boosters though, too. Like it's it's I have some mental block against them. Mm -hmm. It feels like cheating. Well, I mean, they give it to you as an incentive, and yes, you should no, I probably just play it at some point though. Yes, I, I probably should use it at some point. I don't know what character I would use it on. Mm. 
Yeah, I, part of me is like, oh, you should just boost your um, Death Knight. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Might as well, so we can do some 110 adventures together. Yeah. But yeah, play around with it. You know, Yeah. do the Trials I, characters, see how you like it. I, I've definitely stopped playing it, though, too, courtesy of uh, Monster Hunter. Like, it's... I don't have a ton of time for gaming right now, and I'd much rather be playing Monster Hunter than WoW. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like, um, Go ahead. Sorry. I was just like, WoW is a fun dalliance. Like, Monster Hunter, I'm like, fucking Monster Hunter's out still. Yeah, I, I gotta get more into Monster Hunter. I did buy it, I did a little bit of it, but I still need to play it some more. I, I finally found some weapons that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Of course, the bow is one of them. I'm, I'm gonna step back and kind of take back some of the shit I gave to ranged players. Like I, I, I played around some of the ranged stuff, and it's definitely fun. Is it weird for me as a player who's played that game on and off for many years where, like, range has reliably sucked through most of it yeah mm. I, but at the same time though too it's like if, if i lived in a world where it's like oh, you're gonna go hunt a fire breathing t-rex what do you take i'm like i fucking want a sword or something i want to be up in there like just hacking and slashing at that thing at that thing that's my style <laughs> yeah yeah i've kind of been stepping away from melee characters and going into range so i like nothing the, uh... wrong with that I enjoy the um, the range, but yeah, like I like the, uh, the the bow. I definitely like my number one pick has to be the the the, the two blades. I can't remember twin what blade. Yeah, I love the twin blades. They're fucking great. Um, They're a the very hammer. good starter weapon. <laughs> That's probably why I really enjoy the hammer. The hammer's good. Yeah, the hammer is a lot of fun. I did enjoy that. I just like that it has some mobility while still does a good amount of damage. Yeah. So, um, and then I guess the last thing that I enjoy is that giant fucking horn that buffs people. Yeah, the, yeah. I think uh, part of the reason is, like, I like playing support characters, too. Yeah, so, that's the only support character you, that's the only support weapon in the game, I guess, technically. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> that would be my, uh, that would be my thing if we started grouping up together. Which yeah. I'm sure we will. We'll do a stream at some point. Yeah, like, that's part of the issue, too. Like, I want to... I, 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 I'm literally split right now. I'm starting to go from, like, Switch Axe to Charge Blade, but the weapon I love the most is the Insect Glaive, and the Insect Glaive is not a super great weapon for soloing because it doesn't do burst damage the best. Mm. Or it doesn't do, like... It, it has good damage output, but it's, like, consistently medium damage unless you're really getting the Kinsect boosts on it, which... I'm not, and I like it for the mobility angle of it, so it's like, yeah, I I like mounting the monsters, but at the same time, though, too, I'm like, I also really enjoy how technical it is, and the charge blade is super fucking technical, and transforming weapons is cool as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sword hammer or sword axe thing is pretty fucking cool. Switch, uh, switch uh, axe was the um, axe turns into a sword or lightsaber. The charge sword is a sword and a shield that turns into a giant fucking poleaxe thing and like you store charge cores and shit like there's some weird stuff in monster hunter mm -hmm. it's pretty fun i guess yeah i'll yeah. definitely look forward to playing some more um on that one yeah but other than that i mean it really hasn't been much else i did do valentine's day that was a thing 
of course. So, uh, girlfriend and I had a good time going out. Uh, we just, we just did something a little low-key. Um, we also are kind of getting ready for our big cheat day on Sunday, where we're just going to eat whatever the hell we want. He's been pretty nice. good about our diet. So, that's part of the reason I have Girl Scout cookies at the house, which I know you don't like, but we enjoy them. Um, what else? Jen got her uh, yearly dosage of romantic beef jerky out of me, so... I saw that, and that was actually pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so Not quite as good as Say It With Beef last year, but... Did you try Say It With Beef again? Nah, I, I, I like to mix it up. Like, I Say It With Beef would be a safe kind of like, yeah, whatever pick. But at the same time, though, too, like, part of the fun is finding weirder and weirder stuff. Hmm. Yeah, no, that looked actually pretty fucking cool. <laughs> All the samples! Yeah. Um, I am getting ready for April Fool's Day, though, so that'll be fun. <laughs> I've never gotten into that holiday. I, I like it. It's, it's a little, little fun here and there. I guess as someone who finds pranks dumb and aggravating, it's like, oh, it's a holiday for tricksters. Okay. <laughs> You're just not in the spirit of it. I'm an adult. Well, you can do some adult pranks, which are fun. I mean, you can do some that are non-malicious. Like, at work, we've done something in the past where we plug in a little Bluetooth keyboard thing, and from the next cubicle, we just mess with somebody's computer for a little bit. It's fun. Yeah. I. Someone did that to me at one point. My solution was to go and rip their keyboard out of their computer and plug it into mine. <laughs> you did this. I don't care what you did, but your keyboard is... I need my keyboard. Should have thought of that before you decided to prank me. <laughs> <laughs> that person should have picked their um yeah I, it, it might be the like I, I i'm the wrong target for it i don't find it funny when it happens to other people it's like oh yay you've singled someone out you asshole what happens to me it's like why would you do this to yourself my reaction will be disproportionate and annoyed <laughs> yeah no i just do little things here and there like you've seen my christmas videos that i do for that one guy yeah and I'm not gonna lie, like the first year you told me that, I'm like, that's funny. Second year, I'm like, ah, oh, this is the same joke two years in a row. That's it less is. funny. <laughs> it is, wow. but I do find clever new ways to scare, like not scare him, but to surprise him with it. The inventiveness of it is is respectable. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta give you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna buy these little devices that make sounds, and they hide and stick to metal like little magnets. Yeah, the Anoyotrons or stuff. I've, I've mm -hmm. used those in the past. Yep, I'm going to buy those and have fun with them. Yeah, but uh, really quick, just to touch on Valentine's Day, I guess, because we kind of went off. I went off topic on that. Um, I'm just going to, we just did something low-key, nice, and just, like I said, mainly getting ready for a big cheat day on Sunday. So, but yeah, that's pretty much been my week. Not a lot of fun. <laughs> it's been kind of a slow week. It's been a kind of shitty week with nothing, like no one part being bad. It's like... Man, this is just the lamest week ever. Yeah, it's just kind of... It's a meh week. Yeah. That's it for me. Does that mean it's time, Does that mean it's time for news? Yes, it's time for news. All right, let's do some news. There it is. Yeah! I may be inferior, but old memes uh, die hard. You are not letting that shit go. <laughs> I respect that. I deserve that. I shouldn't have made my mean joke last week when you were here to defend yourself. Uh, it's all good. 
I deserve this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, so, have you owned a Nintendo product that you could get the gold coin things on? I think the Wii U does, so kinda? So, you will soon be able to start using those to buy games for the Switch. That's cool, as long as I can figure out how to buy said games with, or how to raise yeah. gold coins. Because I've never seen a gold coin pop up on my fucking game. I remember seeing a lot more of them, I think, back on, like, my 3DS, but I could be, like, I could be confusing two different gold coins. Like, I think I bought some stuff at one point in time. I, all I know is the exchange rate is roughly one gold coin to one yen, so. So is this going to be in the U.S. too, or just, uh. I guess it's coming everywhere. I do not oh. know. I, kind of, it's not super clear exactly what the nature of this is. But apparently, uh, so, sorry, this is part of the most important part. Purchasing the digital version of a Switch 3DS or Wii U game nets 5% back in gold points. Okay. Well, there's only a 1% return for packaged Switch purchases. I, I don't know. I... Either this means I have a shit ton of gold coins I forget about because I have not bought a physical Switch game in a while, like Mario was the rare exception, and that was because my internet fucking sucked in New York. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm i always a fan of when companies have, like, a rewards program, I guess. The fact it's incentivizing digital on a not-necessarily-great-on-the-whole-digital-storage-topic console, mm-hmm. maybe that's a questionable choice but hmm. yeah I don't, yeah I don't, I, I don't play too much nintendo for it to be kind of a big thing for me but i mean hey yeah. for anybody out there who actually has the coins and stuff kudos i guess <laughs> yeah yeah i'm saying yeah a lot at the end of this i don't have much more follow-up on it uh yeah, I don't either. <laughs> moving on from that, uh, Swery's The Good Life, a game about owning dogs, is going to get another shot on Kickstarter. Why? Why not just own a dog? Because not everyone can own a dog. I I, yeah, I, I don't particularly care true. about this. I more care that Swery's out there doing shit, so. Yeah, it's, it's such an odd game premise, though. Like, is this a, they're doing a full Kickstarter for a game that could be replicated on a Tamagotchi? I wouldn't quite go that far. I think this is more the joy of dog ownership, but your scathing comment is not without some merit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to see how, it, like, is it like Pets Dogs, the, that game series, or? I think it's more like being a pet owner, I guess. I It's, it's an RPG set in a rural English town called Rainy Woods. I mm. Players assume the role of a photographer named Naomi, who discovers that the residents of Rainy Wood turn into cats or dogs at night. So, this you're take you're owning people who are cursed to be cats and dogs. I don't know. Maybe that's something I made up in my head. I could have sworn this was a game about like owning cats and dogs or something, but. This is turning in, in, into an interesting twist, because no way a Tomogachi can fucking reveal the fact that I'm taking care of a human that's cursed to be a dog. Now you've got my attention. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know on that one. 
It's, it's going down a really dark tunnel. I don't know what's going on here with this game. It's very up the sweary angle. Like, where sweary games are like at the surface of, like, oh, that's kind of nice or whatever. And then below the surface, you're like, oh, this is this is a thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I guess kind of some follow-up on a, on a main topic from a couple weeks back or something we've talked about in depth. Um... YouTube is taking a stronger stance against Logan Paul. Not really gaming news, but we talk about it enough that I thought it was worth bringing up. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a real weird stance, though, because they've dropped him from the partner program. I think all the way. He doesn't have advertisement revenue anymore, which, yay, fucking finally, I guess. He's got none. At least that's what we were told. Yes, but I, I wanted to bring this up for the very bizarre and... Like again, devil's advocate moment of technically speaking, Logan Paul hasn't violated the terms of service. Like people like, oh, he shouldn't be on YouTube anymore. And the CEO has gotten out there and rightfully or not has said he technically hasn't violated any of the kind of things we do to get strikes to take you off YouTube. I always open to interpretation and maybe people could push harder on that if they really wanted to, but it's Further proving YouTube is a cesspool. <laughs> um, I thought he did break a rule. Isn't technically the fact that he showed an actual dead body, like, in that sense? You have to get three the... strikes in a month, I believe, and he only technically has one right now. I... Well, he has one strike, but he still has an account. The three strikes is to delete your channel entirely. They His go away after a period of time. Hmm. He only has one strike. Like, it's, you have to get X number of strikes in a period of time. For it to matter, you like if we got one strike every month for a year, that's not great, but actually won't do anything. Oh, it's okay. just them going like, "Hey, you have a strike against you." I thought strikes are permanent. Not always. Copyright strikes are. Um, mm. uh, community rules are not. Okay. Well, I'm glad they're taking a stance on it. I guess because he kind of just came back and. Was kind of a shit person afterwards, anyway. But then again, he was kind of a shit person before. So what a shocker! Nothing changed. Yeah, like he he understands he understands where his bread is buttered. What he has to do to make that money, or not anymore, I guess. But well, that's now enough you can on buy that. the merch. <laughs> the I, big thing now is his I, merch. No, we're we're not pushing his merch for him. I'm Moving not. the fuck on. We've given him too much time. <laughs> Let's move on to something really important. Yeah, okay. Kingdom Hearts! Uh, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, there's a new Kingdom Hearts trailer out there. It doesn't suck. I. It, it looks cool the way every Kingdom Hearts trailer does to me, I guess. But at the same time, like, it's very Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it looks pretty cool. I like that they introduced. They they showed off a couple another zone that you're going to be a part of. So I guess they revealed the 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 Monsters Inc. universe will be the next one. Yeah, so yep. it looks kind of cool. I like it. Um, I think I reached the a point. I saw. Sorry, I, go ahead. I I think I reached a point where I need them to stop showing shit for that game and just be like, "This is when it comes out." Are you kidding me? They're gonna milk the fuck out of that franchise it's a disney franchise they're gonna milk it for all it's fucking worth show all the stuff you want after it comes out i'm just so sick of like oh shit the trailer's out oh no release date 
<laughs> well, the release date's still this year. But it's a generic, it? like, yeah, it's this year. It's supposed to be at the end of this year. Where is that release date coming from? Uh, I have to look for it, but I remember somebody talking about it. Still supposed to be this year, though. Sure. I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I missed it in the trailer. I don't remember that anyone being like, hey, it's happening. I remember being like, oh, it's Kingdom Hearts. That looks yeah, pretty. Uh, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's Kingdom Hearts. It, it looks graphically fun. And I just like the zones they're introducing. Definitely cashing in on that nostalgia. Yeah, I, the, the variety of zones is nice. It's moving away from more traditional Disney stuff, I guess, which I'm kind of down to see. Yeah. Yeah. I guess moving on from that to a quickie, uh, Monster Hunter World sets a Capcom sales record. It was the fastest selling game Capcom's ever made. It's also the top selling game on PSN right now. <laughs> well, it's amazing when you when you pour resources into a game, what yeah. you can do with it. Yeah. But then again, to Capcom's credit, it is a fun game. Like it's I said, I dabbled a little bit of it. I've dabbled a little bit of it, and for what I've done, and not knowing too much about the franchise, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I... I, I it's... I am very curious how many people out there were like me, where the stance was, just fucking put it on a console already, and I will play and buy the shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh... Kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. Star Citizen recently had to meet with the uh, Better Business Bureau because really? that company's kind of sketch. Uh, to, I guess the Cloud Imperium Games, SIG, the main company, and Robert Space Industries, RSI, met with the Better Business Bureau of uh, of Los Angeles and Silicon Valley recently. Uh, it's... That game's weird. The fact that you can buy an $150 fake spaceship should not be something people should be okay with. Mm. Especially because that game keeps making money and isn't out. Well, that's the funny thing about the ball, well, at least just the fact that they're talking to the Better Business Bureau is kind of funny because they technically don't have any power. Technically, they do. It's a crowdfunding game. They can just kind of walk away to a certain extent. Well, I mean, I mean the Better Business Bureau. I don't mean Star Citizen. Oh, they have more power than you think. I don't know. All I've seen on it is like they, you can you can comment on stuff, and it's just like, oh well, we kind of frowned upon you. It's like the original Yelp. At least that well, was my understanding. Uh, sure, and I guess like to a step, this was spurred on by the fact that some people tried to get their money out of Star Citizen, and it took longer than essentially eighty days. And yeah, I. Reality is it's a crowdfunding game. There's technically more of that game out there than most crowdfunding games, and Kickstarter and other platforms are pretty upfront about the fact that, hey, um, you don't get your money back if the project just straight fails. Yeah, that's usually how that works, though. Like, people should know going into that. And, and again, it goes back to the thing, like, if you're going to pre-order a game, you should know the risks that come with it, especially if it's a Kickstarter game. Well, so I guess that's a kind of the transition to another Kickstarter thing. The System Shock game, a game we talked about and did a video for 
kind of that little tech demo thing they did, like that revitalization they did, that yes, game raised $1.3 million and it's gone on hiatus recently. Any official reason? Um, problems with development. Development? Oh, okay. Problems with development. Huh. That's not... It's going to be another situation then. Uh. Yeah, I got 20 bucks in that thing, so we'll see what happens. But I... Like, that thing should have been some way it's been a slam dunk, but at the same time, it's not totally surprising. Like, it... Again, it's a fucking Kickstarter game. You shouldn't... You you shouldn't crowdfund anything. And at the same time, like, crowdfunding is fun. You get to like, oh yeah, I want this project to succeed. A lot of the crowdfunding stories recently have been like, yeah, this game wasn't good, or yeah, we got exactly what we wanted, and, and maybe we didn't want that, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, it goes back to the previous thing. Like, it's a Kickstarter game. Whatever risks are associated with that, you should just know fully well going into it. Yeah. I mean, at least they're saying, I mean, they're saying they're going into kind of just readjusting their development, which I guess is a good thing, better than just going into hiatus and not saying anything. That's sketch, though, too, in some ways. Mm, I mean, we'll see how it plans out the, or plays out the next couple of months. Like, if they actually keep some updates up, then okay. But if those updates are just generic garbage, then you've got a problem. Yeah. But then again, the life, so is the life of a Kickstarter. Yes, this is true. Uh, <laughs> I guess speaking of things that maybe no one wanted but thought they did, the Spyro trilogy is getting remastered. Yeah, let's let's cash in on all those old school PlayStation hits. You know what did real well? That Crash Bandicoot thing. Yep. So time to cash in on Spyro. Do you care about Spyro at all? Nope. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Yep. Didn't even like the demo. I. Yeah, I guess probably speaking of other things we don't care about, you catch that Blanca trailer? Uh, no. Oh, wait, the Blanca. You said Blanca? Blanca. Blanca, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Blanca? Who the hell is Blanca? <laughs> you know, Blanca, the famous Street Fighter character. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I did catch the Blanca trailer, and it's great because... They've made a skin for that character that perfectly matches its playstyle, which is trolly as fuck. I am a little mad the stupid plush one is the default skin, in all honesty. Like, I don't care what Street Fighter V, but that skin, I'm like, oh, I would play that game for that fucking skin. So would I. I'd love to see the way it moves. Yeah. You didn't really get a chance to see it in the trailer, but I can't wait to see how that game fucking plays with that skin. Yeah. I will learn that character just to play that skin every fucking time. I know he's got a skill called Coward Crouch, which I guess kind of lines up with the Blanc playstyle, so... Mm-hmm. Well, he's a charge character, so it makes sure. sense. But, yeah, uh, that's the one that I think that ducks under fireballs. So... Sure. No surprises there. Look for Looking forward to it. I might have to actually reinstall Street Fighter V. Yep. <laughs> Fucking plush ass weirdo characters best thing that franchise has done lately. It's so good. 
Like it's 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 so annoying how good it is because it's just a shitty looking skin. Sure. Not sure where to go next. Uh, I guess Sea of Thieves we should tackle next. Um, the PC requirements for Sea of Thieves are stupid fucking low. Well, that'll be good for kind of making it more available for people. Especially yeah. with this whole graphics I, bullshit. Yeah. I don't always think game... Uh, will the game look as pretty at low, at low settings? No, but is it kind of cool they're making it work that way? Sure. They're I, making it work so it works on in, integrated graphics, it looks like. Yeah. Although the graphics do get up, or the, the, the specs do get up there if you're trying to get some fancy shit. Yeah. Huh. Not bad. Looks kind of cool. It's It'll be it's neat they're doing this, yeah. It's like I, it, it's neat they're doing it. I, it's I always get a little bit worried every time a game's like it runs on super low settings. Okay, is that a selling point or a like? Hey, there's not that much shit to render. <laughs> Who knows? Who well, the knows? game looks cartoony just, as fuck. It's probably not hard. Yes, it does. The art style might be helping it pretty aggressively there. I. This is what we're talking about, the ocean sum, that, uh, remember a couple, maybe even a month or so back at this point, that Hawaiian, uh, uh, legal person, uh, sorry, um, political person that's like, maybe we should look at, uh, loot boxes? Mm-hmm. Well, that state senator has, uh, it's trying to introduce some legislation that might that make that actually real. Instead of just talking about it, he's maybe going through with it. Really? Uh, it's a very good political move on his part it it's gonna be interesting i don't know because mm, it's definitely gonna open up the floodgates for a lot of stuff like that so the the basically it's it's two bills first of which basically makes the sale of games that contain loot boxes to people under the age of 21 illegal which eh it's the second one i feel is a little more achievable which is like warning game contains in-game purchases and gambling mechanics, which may be harmful or addictive. Like, I'd actually be super okay with that printed on game on game boxes. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of should be an ESRB thing currently. Like, ESRB ratings should contain loot boxes. That would actually be a good change, I think. Yeah. That would be a really good change. FYH has game boxes. Yeah. Like, so what, 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 like, I guess since we're touching on that, um, where would you rank it in terms of the ES, was it ESRB rating? Would it be like 18 because it has loot boxes or? Uh, I well, think I mean, it could be teen. Uh, well, so M's only 17. Remember that. Like you can buy an M rated game okay. at 17. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I, here's the issue. On one hand, I grew up with parents and like, if I were to become a parent, I would be a person and I had to deal with people that like fucking read the ESRB ratings and then we're like, well, what does this mean? And like, why is this game? Like, the first M-rated game I was ever allowed to own, like, that didn't come through a weird friend's scummy older brother or something, was Killzone. And I had to justify that game as like, it's space Nazis. And my friend's like, oh, fine, whatever, Nazis. Those were fine to kill in video games. What's this mm -hmm. other stuff? Oh, it's just violence. Okay. That I guess we're fine with. But Grand Theft Auto's still off the table. Okay. I'll go hide the copy I have of it, but yes, I understand. That's not an okay game to own. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's kind of why I stopped going to GameStops, though, too, which was because there'd be some kid that like convinced their parents, like, who was, like, 10, who, like, oh, get me Call of Duty, and I'm like, 
that kid shouldn't have Call of Duty. <laughs> or like would have like and this what happened when I moved out to LA, like would have some grandparent who does not speak a lick of English, like get explained, oh, this game contains like violence, and they'd be like, No, 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 no. I'm like, Yes, grandparent doing a good job. And the kid then <laughs> having a fucking meltdown in the store where it's like, No, it's fine, all my friends have it. I'm like, No, you are not old enough for this game. Yeah, like that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't matter if your friends have it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I Speaking of violence. Yes. City Project Red has been out there talking about how their next trailer will address how much death there will be in Cyberpunk 2077. It also seems like we might see something at E3 2018. <laughs> an interesting press release to put out there. Like, by the way, our upcoming trailer will show you exactly how much death there is. Like, okay. It's just an interesting way to open up the uh, <laughs> thing, unless it's like a Doom or Duke Nukem game. I, I think it's more like the trade. Uh, so, don't know how much you follow the game. The only press out there right now is this kind of cinematic, but it's also kind of like a slow revolve around a model. Like it's all slow mo and shit. Where like it's a pretty grisly vignette in some ways. Mm -hmm. And the Witcher games were not like had lots of violence in them. But not in the same way. Like, this was some very modern, real-feeling violence. The Witcher was very fantasy-driven. This is like some, like, yeah, mm -hmm. these are people. I, I don't know. I I, I want to know more about that game. I, I, I like the Witcher franchise and them doing work on something else. I'm like, okay, that could be cool. Yeah. I just, I, I just, anytime a company's out there being like, don't worry, murder fetishists. We got you. <laughs> Our next trailer's gonna be fucking full of that shit. You like shit dying, you need to watch our next fucking trailer. Yeah. It's gonna have all of the death. But yeah, I... Yeah, I... Mm. <laughs> uh, machinima or Atari News? Take your poison. Uh, Machinima first. So, Machinima is rebranding of sorts. Um... They've changed from their red and black logo to a green and gray and an attempt to kind of grow up some, I guess, was the phrase they used themselves, actually. It's... I honestly forget Machinima exists with some frequency these days, Well, there... which is not me being shitty, but... Yeah, there hasn't really been a big thing about, like, Machinima. I, I haven't seen them mentioned or seen in a long time. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, it's just meh. I'm not a big fan of some of the stuff Militia has done to some content creators in the past, so I'm a little indifferent with them. Yeah, I I will say, though, there was a point in time where I was very familiar with that kind of spiky M and the new logo. It's like, oh, it looks like some kind of sports team logo or like active wear. Mm -hmm. That's less fun. <laughs> you feel off brand now. Right, like you're not you're not the same old machinima we we learned to grow up and love and maybe hate. I was more amazed as part of this to learn a machinima has been around for over a decade. Oh yeah, no, they've been around for a long time. I remember them in the early yeah, days of, I, of like freaking what do you call it? Um, the early days of YouTube. That, that yes, they've been around. I don't know how long. I guess was kind of the part of my brain that's like, holy shit, mm -hmm. damn. Uh, before we get to Atari news, I suppose. Uh. We're at the, 
So uh, the OWL, the Overwatch League, or the Owls, as the internet's now instructing me to call it, mm-hmm. has reached its first kind of trade period. Mm-hmm. Because their first round one officially ended. Yeah, so I, I've actually been super looking forward to this because I wanted to see how it was going to be handled, and what I was hoping would happen is happening. They're bringing in a couple new people. Um, That woman that plays the amazing Zarya character, who I wish I could remember the name of, but I'm blanking on. Yes. Um, she is coming to the... Uh, Shanghai Dragons. Shanghai, yes, you're right. You are right. Yeah, Kiguri? Yes, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to see her fuck some shit up. Yeah, I, it, it it shouldn't have to, but the fact it's acting like a real sport, I guess, in my brain, or a more traditional sport, not real sport, like, they're bringing, like, this team's bad, we need to bring in fresh blood and stuff like that, we need to change some shit up. I like that, and it doesn't totally justify it, but the fact that that maybe is why all the filming is taking place in LA, like, it's all localized, I'm like, okay, fine, if that's the rationale so you can easily trade people without being super disruptive, mm-hmm. I'm a little more okay with that choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing what they're going to wrap up with season two, or round two, whatever they call it, but, like, I yeah. enjoyed watching round one and all that stuff, and now they're going to have some fresh blood. Uh, hopefully Shanghai is able to do something, because, man, they had a shit for round one. I don't think they won a single, like, game. They may have won a match here and there, but they haven't won a single game. That is the impression I've gotten. Yeah, they are O and everything. Yeah, they're O and eight. <laughs> yep. That's it's. I feel bad for them, man. So maybe this fresh blood will will uh, really kind of just bring the team together. And, and yeah, we, we. And she's a tank. Tank characters are usually pretty fucking vital when it comes to like calls and everything else. So maybe she'll take that yeah. team lead spot. Yeah. Last but not least, or maybe definitely least, I don't know how you think on this topic, of our news this week for our main topic. Uh, We have new cryptocurrency news for you. Atari is launching a cryptocurrency. Everyone has a fucking cryptocurrency at this point. Everyone has a cryptocurrency. Uh, On that segue, I'd like to announce that uh, the Wicked Awesome cast is announcing our new cryptocurrency. This is our third cryptocurrency, by the way. Yeah, we are Wicked Awesome Coin. Did we use that one yet? Is that a name we used yet? I'm sure, let's go with that this week. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we you, you can throw all your money into Wicked Awesome Coin. Um, it's going to be good. It supports the podcast, and we promise, I've heard from an expert on the Bitcoin subreddit, that it's going to blow up real soon. So throw your money into uh, Wicked Awesome Coin real soon. Yeah, I... Allegedly, it's similar to the Kodak coin, which I didn't know existed, but... Is it Kodak the photo company? I think so. It's spelled the same we, way. We, everyone... No. 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 It's top. This yeah. needs to stop. This, this has gone too far. Yep. And this is the same company that's currently crowdfunding a fucking roller coaster tycoon, so they can bring it to the Nintendo Switch. So, but see that bring a game, sure, but don't make another fucking crypto. No, I want everything to have a cryptocurrency. I want to have like really weird exchange rates, so like, uh, fucking currency farming becomes a thing. This feels like fucking Disney dollars or some shit. I. I'm sorry, I'm sitting here overjoyed Bitcoin has crashed right now, so like, (laughs) 
fucking poison that well. Just like keep making it horrible. Keep dumping in the lie and the poison and the arsenic and everything. Like really fuck that shit up so no one goes near it again for a while. Uh. I want a toxic runoff dump where Bitcoin used to be. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I I went from being like, oh, Bitcoin is cool to whatever Bitcoin to like, I want everyone who's like, I have millions of dollars in Bitcoin to lose all their fucking money overnight. And they did. And it's great. <laughs> fucking bitch ass motherfuckers on Reddit and stuff. I think like, oh, I have $2.3 million in Bitcoin. Next day, 60% loss. It's like, yeah, you still got money, but you ain't rich the same way anymore, motherfucker. <laughs> this is some hater speak I hear right now. Oh, this is the haterist of haterade ever. Like, I'm proclaiming yourself a millionaire on a dream of too good to be true because that thing gained value way too fucking quickly. It's like, you understand your castle's built on a pile of uh, shifting sand, right? No, I'm rich now. No, you're not. Yeah, about that. Well, it's... It'll be interesting to see what happens with all the cryptos. Like, I look forward to, like, quarters and dimes and nickels. Like, oh, well, you know, I gotta pay for my parking. Well, you used to use a quarter, but now we use... You know, 1.5 Atari coin. Or you can use your card that has money in your bank, Bitcoin, and deposit into that. Let's leave the tip. Sure, I've got about four Doge coins. What do you got? I got about three Light coins. <laughs> What's the exchange rate at this exact second? Oh, it's bad. Wait five seconds. Okay, it's better now. Yeah, give me about a minute so before I can pay for my dinner. Come on, Doge coin. Sir? I'm waiting! The stock market's not closed! My money can be worth more! Sir, the restaurant's closed and you need to go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here and wait for your money to get better because that's how fucking volatile this is. <sighs> I hate this whole Bitcoin thing. I thought it was kind of cool at first, but now that everyone has the same fucking thing and wants to release their own version of it, it's it's stupid. And frankly, it's annoying as shit. Yes, I... I... Uh, you heard it here first. first. Cryptocurrency is the new fucking hoverboard. Everyone has it. It looks flashy as shit, but in the end, you're going to feel like a dumbass. Cash it out now. Anyway, I'm going to yep. done ranting on this thing. Yep. No, I I enjoy how you got to like me level of angry on that one, because I'm like, fuck this shit. And you're like, no. Actually, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so that brings us to our main topic this week. I'm going to put on my devil advocate suit as quickly as I can right now because we are talking about kind of the life and death of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, right? Yep. Possibly the franchise. We don't know. I So, I, as someone who does not like Marvel vs. Capcom, does not enjoy watching Marvel vs. Capcom, and was always kind of annoyed by the whole scene based around it. Yay! <laughs> wow. But on a more serious note, let's take a second to actually analyze this. Uh, 
Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite's in a very kind of bizarre circumstance where it got dropped from a Pro Tour, which rarely happens. It's not... There's no officially sanctioned Pro Tour happening right now, which means it is purely in the hands of fans. Yeah. As a former Marvel vs. Capcom fan, Alex, do you think the fans can maintain a scene for this game? You know, it's funny. I was looking at the tweets the day they announced that... Well, I looked at the tweets the day that they announced that it wasn't going to be at EVO. And then I saw the tweets the day it was announced that the game will not be at the Capcom tour. Right? So... Yeah. The fans are kind of there. Like, it, it's okay, so I'm gonna. It's gonna be an interesting way to dabble in it. I clearly talked a lot of shit about it. Yes, you did, which is why it's the main topic yes, right now. Because on one hand, you should be like, fucking yeah. On the other hand, it's like, oh no. But here's the thing the people, the stuff that people complained about, they should have resolved those items a lot faster. It was really just shitty. Like, there were things that definitely were lacking, and like their model was just kind of shit. And a lot of just a lot of stuff that didn't really come together for that game. Um, and I think even now, like one of the biggest things that was really kind of a like I think kind of really set the tone as far as like how Capcom was going to treat that game was the way their their like social media and like the people who worked on the game treated the fans. At least the way they treated some of the stuff. I don't know if you follow some of the drama that led up before the game even got released. Not really. My indifference on this topic is more of, huh, that game seemed to be super... The previous one was, like, stupid popular, way longer than it should have been in some ways. The fact that this game got straight dropped is insane. So, just to give you some pretext, um, when they were first announcing the game, there was tons of hype over it. Like, everyone was yes. really excited about it. And then... I remember. And then you saw Chung Lee's face. And you see how bad it was. And people were really worried because the Capcom characters looked really shitty. Dante looked fucking terrible. And it was like, oh, well, you know, don't worry about it. This, whatever. And then you hear they're not adding any of the iconic characters of that game. At all. No Magneto. No Storm. No Sentinel. No Wolverine. None of them. And so people were kind of going around saying, well, it could be the, the Disney, you know, Hold and the licensing with this and that like there's lots of talks about like what it could possibly be and then they one of the guys who's working on the game comes out and says look to be honest you're not going to miss those characters anyway all they did was serve a function there th that's all it, they were there for which is probably one of the shittiest things you can do so basically you tell the fans nah we're we're going to add characters that have the same move set but don't worry i mean you didn't play the game for the characters mainly right which is a bad fucking move because that game is surrounded in nostalgia. Like, as much as people don't like yeah. to, you know, say, it. yeah, people fucking love playing as Wolverine. Even though he, some people didn't play him at some point and he wasn't top tier, he's iconic to the game. Like, can you imagine if they release a Sonic game and it's like, oh, well, Sonic just kind of served a function. We're introducing this new guy and he's going to be pretty good. Same moveset, but not Sonic. Ha ha ha. Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Well, no. They did. Shadow, Shadow technically was his own thing. He didn't have the same super fast speed and like the same... He has the exact same moves. Does he? Yeah. Okay, well that was dumb. He but, is literally a color swap. Okay, okay. And an attitude adjustment. Okay, but 
They didn't get rid of Sonic. Shadow was in the game with Sonic. Shadow has his own game with guns. But they introduced it as its own game. This is the Marvel franchise where the iconic characters were... You told the fans, hey, don't worry about them. They just served as a function. You're not playing the game because Wolverine's in it. Which is a stupid fucking move. And then you had some shitty PR magic from some people in Capcom. I won't name names, but... This guy became a fucking meme legend on the Kappa subreddit, which is, I think, hilarious to read. But he just to say some of the really dumb shit. But anyway, I digress. The game comes out, and I will say I do acknowledge them for kind of going in there and patching out some bugs. Like, I guess during the initial release, they found a Spider-Man Infinite. That got patched. Um, but, like... It just kind of seemed kind of quiet after they released it because people made so much fun of the characters and the way they looked. Like, Chung Lee looked bad until the very end. And even then, she doesn't look that great. The graphics overall for that game aren't spectacular. It actually looked better in Marvel 3. Ultimate Marvel 3. So I've never thought any of the games looked that good, but... But I mean, like, in terms of the... Like, the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was fucking great because it still used that 2D, you know, sprites. Yeah, it was sprites. Yeah, it was fucking great. Um, Marvel 3 looked a little funky at first, but you, you can grow to appreciate it. Like, the UI looked great. Everything just kind of flashed and popped out. It was, it, it, it knew it was an over-the-top game. The UI for Ultimate Marvel 3, or, or sorry, for Marvel Infinite looked like shit. People made fun of it thinking it was like a, a, a mobile game. Like, it looked bad. It looked like it was rushed out. And it just looked like people, like, interns worked on it. It did not look good. And they ran with it. Didn't really acknowledge much about it. And then you had the drama of, quote-unquote, and it's not confirmed, but they call it the shilling. There's a lot of these pro players that talk about Marvel, and they're like, oh, no, it's Marvel's the best, guys. It's going to be great. And they pretty much came off as super obvious shills while saying they're not. But then, like, there's just the drama surrounding these guys because they're really well-known with... They're, they're famous for the game. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So it just kind of was a little meh overall. Like, I just wasn't too happy with the game, and a lot of fans were, but then again, like, I kind of watched the gameplay, watched some of the action, and it looked pretty, like, solid. Like, it wasn't bad. And I got to actually got to enjoy it. Like, there are some of the pro players that, like, one of the guys, Sonic Fox, normally plays, like, NetherRealm games. Or, yeah, like, combat, Mortal Kombat and all those. And he came on board, and he was doing really well, and... Like, there's just too much drama surrounding that game, and I think Disney wasn't too happy with it, and... I... So the stories I've heard on that topic are, Disney said, hey, you can't use mutants, which, from, and we've talked about this before a while back, but from a mm-hmm. business standpoint, that makes sense. Disney does not own mutants, Disney does not want mutants, like... Shitty or not, whatever. Like that, that it, it makes some version of sense. Yeah, no, that I mean that totally makes sense. But like the kind of so the fall of Star that I've heard is the fighting game community is fucking weird. The Marvel community doubly so, D- and Disney was not a fan of that. Well, then why even give them rights to do a new Marvel game? Like. Uh, Why because even, it was an obvious moneymaker. Well, it, the thing is, though, the, sh- the sales were garbage for that game. I, I, I guess, like, think back. Like, given how popular Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was and how many fucking copies of that were sold, this should have been, like, from a 
from orbit cataclysm inducing slam dunk of a move. Yeah, but Capcom somehow fucked it up. Yeah. And so you, you're left with this product that just looks shitty, and then um, I don't know if you follow a lot of the actual players, but there's a guy named Chris G. Um, he talks about how like last year during the Battle of the Stones, which by the way, that tournament apparently went a little bit wonky. I enjoyed some of what I yes. watched, but I heard there was some drama behind that too. Um, but apparently uh, the treatment that he got after winning the, the tournament and all that stuff was just kind of shitty. Like he talks about some of the story or whatever, and then like they forget to give him his trophy after to a long time, and I guess he just kind of hands him this like crappy looking plastic trophy, and the guy who I'm referring to is just like that's all, like here you go, it's fitting for that fucking game, but what it deserves or something like that is what he said. But then again, this is like some sort of like player story. I can neither confirm nor deny this actually happened, but considering that was the attitude they gave that game, and then the following year now to announce that it's not even going to be at A. Evo and B in the in the freaking tournament that the company that published it runs like Capcom own like that's their game and they decided you know what it, we're just not going to do anything with it this year at all is just kind of very fucking telling on it yeah so it sucks because like I was starting to appreciate it but there were definitely some stuff that, that was going on behind the scenes that just really gave it a black eye. So I will say, I think it's a. Go ahead. I also think like it's 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 one thing that the game did not do on its own merits. That's it happens. Bad games happen. I'm not sure anyone expected for Marvel ver um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z to come out and be as strong a contender as it ultimately has been. It, it is a furiously good contender because. It it captures the quote, quote unquote niche of like what Marvel filled the tag team based like combat high action speed you know type of game it captured it supremely well arc arc systems knocked it out of the park with that and they yeah. they did that game justice for what it is because it's i mean Dragon ball z it's always been kind of crazy as it is but they've done it justice yeah and that franchise has always had kind of the thing going on where it's like okay it's good for a dragon ball game and then this fucker comes out of nowhere it's like no it's it's good for a dragon ball no, it's good. Yeah, no, it's Period. it's stupid good, and absolutely deserves the spot because it's done. It p people like the fan reception for it has been phenomenal. I have yet to hear like a bad thing about in terms of the review of it. I'm sure I could find one because there's always like, you know, well, it's not that great, and I can you know I can see that, but like the rest of the reviews have been like really fucking spectacular for it. Yeah, I I'm waiting for my I'm waiting for my move to happen before I buy it because like it's like. I'm gonna want to get into this. I don't have time to do that right now, mm. but I'm excited to play a Mar uh, not a Marvel, a Dragon Ball Z fighting game for the first time ever. Nice. Yeah, I haven't I haven't bought it yet too, but I will because I have a friend of mine in Texas who has it, so I'm gonna definitely pick it up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's unfortunate, and the thing is, it's scary. Is like Capcom's terrible decision and direction with Marvel's Capcom Infinite potentially could affect the entire franchise as a whole because what incentive is Disney going to have to want to push out another Marvel game, a Marvel vs. Capcom game when the last one did so shitty. And even then, why would they want to work with Capcom at that point? I, I think the issues that Capcom go farther than just Marvel vs. Capcom, like 
Street Fighter V only recently kind of turned the corner into being positively reviewed by people. Like people have been upset with that fran with the five since it came out in some ways. There were a so, lot of bad issues when that game came out. I got it like yeah, pre-ordered I, and everything. So I know firsthand. Yeah, like and this is where it gets weird again. Like they had um what's her name? The Brazilian lady with the lightning moves. Yeah. And all the command grabs. Yeah, I play her. Like, <laughs> For the first time ever in Capcom history, they made a character that I'm like, oh shit, that character looks cool. I might want to play the game to figure out that character. Mm-hmm. And I played it a little bit and I'm like, okay, that maybe I'll get this. And then the rest of that game happened. It was like, oh no, we're not getting that. <laughs> it's so like, maybe it's unfair, but I guess like the fact that it's like, oh, Capcom vs. Marvel is bad. Surprise. It's like, nah. Street Fighter V was also bad. Street Fighter's just sacred ground, so they had a chance to fix it, and people still aren't happy with it. No, there's still a couple of issues with it, as far as I know, but it's gotten a little bit better. Um, I know there's a couple things in terms of characters, the way they're, they're playing out, that aren't ideal, but, I mean, overall, like, who knows where they're going to go with it, but yeah, Marvel just had no chance. I did think it just got bad reception from the start. It was just bad. Yeah. Yeah, like, on one hand, it's like, Monster Hunter World fucking kicking ass for Capcom. Yeah. When's the last time prior to this you were like, yeah, Capcom! That's true. Hmm. Well, the Mega Man games were kind of fun. (laughs) When was the last good Mega Man game? The X. This came out for Super Nintendo a long time ago. Yeah. Actually. There's been other stuff since then, but. Street Fighter 4 was pretty cool. I enjoyed Street Fighter 4. It was interesting direction they went because it's the first time they went 3D. But it actually did well. Actually, like it, it, I liked it. Googling something now just to kind of prove my point on this one. When do you think Street Fighter 4 came out? Oh, God. When did it come out? It came out in 2008. Oh, and there you go. Holy shit. It's been a decade. Uh, well, that, that the rise and fall. They had too much time in the sun and it cost them finally. Yeah. Or Spotlight, whatever. Both work. Yeah, it's... I I get it, like, fighting games have much longer active, like, lifespans than normal games, but... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We're on year three of five, aren't we? Or we're on year three of Street Fighter V, correct? Uh, no. Has it been that long? I think it's been three years. Because this is season three. Maybe it's only season three. Maybe it's not season three, three. But that game came out 2016. So okay, two so years. Two years. A little over you know, two years, give or take. February. Yeah. So about two years because it's February 2016. Yeah. Well, so I'm kind of bring it back to Marvel vs. Capcom for a second. I, would you at this point even want Marvel vs. Capcom to come back? Like if they could make a Marvel vs. Capcom four and make it be a sequel three. Would you want that game back at this point? I think because watching it is hype, yes. Any other reason beyond that? Like, No, I I, I don't play any, any anywhere as much as some of the people do. But I love also, watching it. Like, I love watching weekly streams of it. I love watching, like, the tournament streams. Like, I, I would tune in most of, the, most of the weekend streams to watch that game. So, for me, so I to guess, watch it. <laughs> so, I guess kind of follow-up question on that. Is it more hype or less hype than Dragon Ball Fighter Z is? Uh, 
I I don't know. Too I I haven't seen too many Dragon Ball Z streams. I've seen a few, but from the few Dragon Ball streams I've seen, it's it's pretty fucking hype. It's pretty fucking hype, yeah. 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 I mean not much else to really say about it, unfortunately, but No, that, that that's kind of the answer I was expecting in all honesty. So yeah. maybe time to kind of start closing out this podcast. But yeah, like it's it's weird because the more I've talked to people about Marvel vs. Capcom three the more like it's like oh i loved watching it did you like playing it though oh no it was super like not fun to play for me but you liked watching it what do you think of dragon ball fighter z oh it's super awesome to watch too it's like okay huh that's the thing though like i i did enjoy playing marvel's Capcom 3 with people who like i could play with because the thing is like the, the 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 skill jump from like just normal players to like the players who are pretty good at it is a pretty big leap yeah so like yes that's the thing so i enjoyed it when it was like just watching it more than anything else because some of these pros pull off shit i could never imagine myself doing yeah i don't know (laughs) time will tell yeah i guess that probably does it for this week's main topic i don't have much more intelligent to say on marvel vs. capcom not being at evo except yay now if only we can get rid of one of the smash brothers i'm not saying get rid of all of them just only fucking have one. Good fucking luck getting rid of the Mar- the the the, the, me- the smashed games, especially melee. Melee will du- will live on for fucking ever. I'm fine with that, but like, don't fucking have two. Just don't. Like, it's there are other fighting games out there. I get it's different communities. Then then maybe it's like I, I always go back to it. If there was a Street Fighter, if there was Street Fighter Three Alpha tournament that was like on the same scale as the Street Fighter Five one. It'd be weird, and the fact's like, oh, we have both, and maybe the old one is more hype, and the old one's also kind of broken. We have a bunch of band stages, and whatever. Yeah, I've my thoughts on this topic are well documented. Yeah, but yeah, I guess that brings us to our email segment. Uh, we had emails this is when we get into them, uh, but if you we, we love getting contact, we love being told we suck, we're great. You have questions for us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We encourage you to reach out and contact us and if you were to go about doing that uh, alex how would you go about doing that um you would find somebody who's clearly not inferior as part of the podcast God fucking damn it and you wouldn't have them on the show and they would come up with a wonderful story on how you can elaborately send a message to us alternatively though you can email us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com Yes, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Alex? Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Very not inferiorly done. Very good job. <laughs> I want this joke to end. I kind of feel bad about it now. But yes. It's all wicked good. Aw- wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spell as it sounds down in the show notes. Please contact us. Uh, rank Jeff or Alex in some type of pairing of which ones but no don't fucking go down that path that's i'm not encouraging that i I don't want to know yeah uh, why do i encourage things like this i like to watch the world burn but yeah no (laughs) yes uh, you have some questions comments concerns general weirdness send it our way we love reading it and talking about on the podcast but yeah that's gotta do it for this episode of the Wicked Awesome Cast. You got anything you want to pimp, Alex? Uh, other than just check me out on my streams throughout the week. Uh, be doing a lot yes. more PUBG. You can find me on Mave Online across the board for all social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. But I don't use that much anymore because the UI update is ass. Um, but yeah, just 
keep an eye out mixer twitch the whole nine yards uh stop by and say hi i stream occasionally throughout the week and it's nice to have people to talk to i think and this is a big i think videos went up on twitch finally um i'm looking at it right now and there appear to be some uploaded so if you've been waiting for that to start happening go check it out um yeah i more coming very confused by this. I, the system is bad. <laughs> uh, Facebook will take a little bit longer because the Facebook one is really fucking bad. Yeah. But you can find us now in the Facebook um, watch function, so have fun with that. It's not a nightmare or anything. It probably is, but they'll work it out. They finally fixed the, the, the stream keys thing where it's the same key you can use over and over now. Is it? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, just recently I noticed that. That is awesome. That's that's what I wanted to hear, ultimately. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, uh, content will continue to be sparse until, well, I do that whole moving thing. But, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that's it for me. You were not here last week, so I leave the honor to you. <clears throat> Cue the mic. <laughs>